Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. And a live one on a Wednesday. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks so much. A lot of choices out there. For making us part of your day, fired up the Celtics, albeit barely, still alive. J-Mac, they looked like, last night, a two-seed. And Miami, which had to play a couple play-in games, looked like, uh, you know, an eight-seed. Yeah. How about Joe Mazzula? Great coaching job, right? Boston <laughs> made shots, and now he's a great coach, and he saved his job in Miami. So I, I, I have a juicy trade rumor in about five minutes. NBA or NFL? I'm not going to give it away. Oh, come on. So, let's start with this. When Denver had a 3-0 series lead on the Lakers, well, they started the series at home. They were a one seed. The Lakers, Lakers were a seven seed. I know you love LeBron and everything, but it made some historic sense. But when the eight seed Miami Heat playing their way to get into the playoffs is destroying the number two seed, Boston, it's crazy town. Like, what, what, what's, I mean, maybe the series goes six or seven, but it's crazy town. The Heat are not as talented. That's, they've got seven undrafted players, four in their rotation. They're not as talented. Um, they're also missing, you know, their best pure shooter, Tyler Hero. He's a 20-point-a-game guy. So the Celtics probably are going to lose this series. It's hard to overcome an 0-3 deficit. But to get swept and routed by Miami, J-Mac talked about it this week, analytically, this series doesn't make any sense. There are no championship teams with seven undrafted guys, four in the rotation. Last night actually felt like some Eastern Conference Finals normalcy. Like Jason Tatum was good. He had a nice second half. Well, he does all the time. 
The Celtics had eight blocks, eight steals, played real defense. Well, that happens all the time. And the Celtics' deeper bench actually delivered. It does all the time. Again, Boston probably doesn't win this series, but it felt like the players took over. I mean, Marcus Smart, at one point in the fourth quarter during a timeout, took the coach's chair and started talking to the players. <laughs> These guys have been together for a long time. They were getting embarrassed. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum had an off day in Miami. Probably weren't having rum drinks. Sat down and came to terms with, guys, we have the second best coach. We got to take this puppy over. I don't think they can come all the way back and win it. But the entire narrative of the series has been, boy, Boston's coach is over his head. It's not been, Boston just doesn't have enough good players to beat Miami. And when you're not as talented like Miami, there's one way you can win. Jimmy Butler has to be great, and you have to win the intensity and the urgency battle. And last night, did it not feel like Boston backed into a corner in the second half, played harder, played better, played better defense? I mean, that's, that's what it felt like, right? I mean, if you go look at the numbers, Boston shot 50% from the field and 40% from threes. Why? Because they were finally aggressive, drove in, kicked it out, and as they're prone to do all the time, they hit some three-pointers. So this looked like what I thought the series was mostly going to look like, that Boston could go into a Miami the game is tight, but in the end, a Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown, more veteran players, a healthier team, missing Tyler Hero. Miami just doesn't have enough shot makers. I mean, ask yourself, the Celtics have two all-NBA players. That, in our lifetimes, is what ends up in the finals. Doesn't always win it, but that kind of team ends up in the finals. The Heat have seven undrafted guys, four in the rotation. That's a team that usually has to, like, struggle to make the playoffs. And that's exactly what happened in Miami. So they're going to probably still win this thing, although I can't wait for game five in Boston. That is going to be one of the great playoff games. But I, I, I thought when you looked at the game last night, Miami's got a way to win, and they didn't bring the energy, and it's really hard. They're pro athletes. They led 3-0. They were at home. You get it, right? You kind of understand this is what it's going to look like. And for the record, here's good news for Boston. In elimination games, I know... We can be critical of Jason Tatum, but he's still one of the top seven, eight players in the league. In elimination games, he averages 30 points. They go back to Boston. He'll be comfortable. In these elimination games, he averages 30 points, nine rebounds, six and a half assists, and shoots 42% from three-point land. So game five in Boston is going to be one for the ages. My gut feeling this morning is Miami goes back, plays intense basketball, the coaching mismatch resurfaces and somehow somehow Miami wiggles out of there with a, with a win. Later in the show, we'll talk about this. It's not a small um, note. Tyler Hero, if Miami gets to the finals, is potentially available. That's not a small thing. The history of the NBA, you, you usually need three stars. Maybe one's a superstar, two stars. You got Jimmy's a star, Bam is a high-end player, and Tyler Hero, who played Denver once this year and had a great night. So that's not a small note. Tyler Hero could come back if they get to the finals. And that makes me think Denver and Miami, okay, you got Jokic over here, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, you got Gordon. On the other side, I got Bam, I got Butler, I got 20-point-a-game Tyler Hero, I got maybe the best coach in the basketball world, 
Now that's an interesting final. So, I think Miami's going to end this series. My gut this morning is in Boston, but Game 5 just got really interesting, and these are games. Jason Tatum, the numbers tell you, at home, elimination game, he can be pretty good. He was really good in the second half last night. Okay, this, this is tasty. I want everybody watching or listening right now, I want you to take a deep breath. And I, you, this is not tinfoil hat stuff. This is stuff that, that actually, you're going to say, that's crazy. And then in about three minutes, you're going to be like, not that crazy. Kevin O'Connor at the Ringer reports, LeBron to the Warriors is something people are talking about. Now, I know what you're saying. Come on, Colin. Did you have a daiquiri before the show? Come on. Yes, the Warriors are already old. Adding LeBron would get them one thing on the road, senior discounts. I admit it. Clay's 33, Steph's 35, LeBron's 38, Draymond's 33. It would feel like they're punting on the future. Oh, wait. They already got rid of Wiseman. They've already punted on their big guy for the future. And they said last week that Clay, Draymond, and Steph is what they're building around. They don't care about their future. The Warriors love high IQ guys, veterans. You have to be on Steph's timeline. You've got to be able to play in their system because it's a high IQ offensive system. Catch and react. LeBron's good at that. And they're also into winning now. It's why they moved off their number two pick, James Wiseman. It's why Kuminga, super athletic, doesn't play in the playoffs. I mean, doesn't play. It's about winning now. Now you say, yeah, but what about from the Lakers' perspective? You know that deep breath I told you to take? Take another one. We looked it up this morning. Wiggins, Kuminga, and Jordan Poole. It works. With Rui and AD. Oh, oh, time out. It really works. So my wings would be Rui, Wiggins, and Kuminga. I'll, I'll sign up for that. Youth, coachable guys, ascending. My big would be AD near the rim. My guards would be no ego Austin Rivers, the grinder. Little bit of ego, lot of attitude, Jordan Poole. Austin Reeves, excuse me, and Jordan Poole. I can live with that. I mean, the Lakers owner and the GM have had to relinquish power to LeBron James. It's what owners, it's what Pat Riley, it's what Dan Gilbert, it's what you do with LeBron. They'd get it back. Kaminga, Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Austin Reeves, A.D., and the owner and the GM, Rob Palenka, now run the franchise again. Think it's crazy? You could talk yourself into that. The Warriors, here's two things we know about them. They are into winning now. That's why they bailed on Weissman. That's why Kuminga doesn't play. They're into winning now. By the way, Draymond, Clay, Steph, LeBron, Looney. That, that's... Arguably better than the team they had now. And Rui, Reeves, A.D., Wiggins, Poole, Kaminga. Say what you want. 
What have I talked about with LeBron and AD? They were perfectly suited three years ago. But LeBron's now down to 55 to 60 regular season games a year. Same for AD. They often miss the same night. You need more dudes. Can't go into a game with Austin Reeves and Rui on the road in Denver with a chance. The organization would get the power back and a future. The Warriors would get one of the smartest players ever. Draymond Green and LeBron are tight. LeBron has said publicly, I would love to play with Steph. He said it, I don't know, one or 25 times. Well, Golden State would be punting on the future. They already have. That's why Kaminga doesn't play and Wiseman's gone. That's why they've talked about moving Moody and Poole. They're not about the future. New England at the end, that was one of Tom Brady's frustrations. Give me guys who can get open now. LeBron wants to play with ballers now. You watch Steph against Sacramento, best player in the series. LeBron watched that too. You think on off nights LeBron wasn't watching Steph Curry? He knows Draymond Green's an elite defender, so he didn't have to guard guys in the wing. Draymond will do that. Looney will do the rebounding. LeBron essentially would take over in the Wiggins spot. They'd be better. Kuminga didn't play in the playoffs anyway. <laughs> so you'd be, I mean, I don't know. I've heard crazier things. <laughs> I have heard crazier things. All you blogs looking for content. Why don't you print that one? <laughs> that get you some clicks. <laughs> I don't know. Kevin O'Connor at the ringer. You've got people sniffing around. J-Max over there doesn't no. know what to make of it. <laughs> Did you ever watch the show Scooby-Doo uh, when you were a kid? Yeah, I So Scooby-Doo, you know, the crew, they would find out who, what was going on and they would pull off the mask of the bad guy to reveal the real bad guy. <laughs> and I feel like I want to pull the mask off you now and I'm going to see like Draymond Green is under there trying to get LeBron <laughs> to the Warriors. Because this is crazy, coward. I mean, this is insane. So I'm looking at the depth chart. You're talking Curry, Clay, Draymond, LeBron, and, and Looney. And, and then what are you going to do? Six, seven max guys on the bench? Let or minimum ask, guys on the bench? You can't find an old guy that doesn't want to come off the bench? What's okay, the, Tristan Thompson, bring on. Come on down. Who else you got? No, no, no. There, there's no... I mean, this would be... What you, would Adam you, Silver do? He would be irate. Do you think he wants a collection of stars on the Warriors again? No, it'd be two great stories. If you're a Laker fan, Wiggins, Kaminga, Poole, Reeves, A.D., Rui, how are you not excited about that? You get your future... The organization gets the organization back. That's a that's a good basketball team. It's I still a, got a star. I got AD, and now mm -hmm. I've got like Wiggins. Wiggins can get you twenty points. Reeves. Everybody in this town loves Reeves. I love Reeves, and we I, yeah. and we know what Poole's done when he started for Steph. You're getting twenty from him. Anybody on that team going to punch out Jordan Poole in the preseason? Probably not. He might be their he might be their best offensive player. Um, uh, who says no to that deal? Who's more likely to say no? Probably the Lakers, right? No. No. So the Warriors would say no. We don't want LeBron. That that's not happening. This is insane. I, I need a little more time to let it marinate. Um, my gut tells me there's zero chance of it happening. But Curry and LeBron on the same team hey, would, that would break. That would probably break the internet, would it not? The Golden State Warriors, with my suggestion, based on Kevin O'Connor, would be better next year. Wouldn't be deeper. But they didn't play Kuminga anyway. You know what they say. Play eight, trust seven. You need two guys off the bench. And by the way, with Steph Curry, LeBron doesn't have to be great for games. 
Steph's got one half. LeBron's got the other. <laughs> I'm right. not saying Golden State would have a future, but they're telling me over and over they don't care. If they cared, they would appease Kaminga. He was glued to the bench in the playoffs. Glued to it. Wiseman was a number two pick, not a number 15. Move. They brought back Peyton. They keep going back. And, and for them, this we know is true. Everything's on the Steph timeline. Everything. Yeah. In fact, the only way this doesn't, the only person that would say no to this is Steph. If Steph said no. But I think Steph looks around and thinks, we need size. We need girth. Looney can't be the only elite. Re- like, like when LeBron is just big. He's physical. He changes your team. And by the way, LeBron then wouldn't have to shoot as many threes. LeBron could go back to doing what he does. Play 30 minutes, drive to the basket, and score. So for the Warriors, you know, you look at LeBron. What's the knock on LeBron? He's shooting too many threes. He'd go to Golden State. LeBron's one of the smartest guys in the league. LeBron would be like, I don't have, I don't have to take those. Well, there were times in that Warriors-Lakers elimination game where uh, the Warriors basically didn't have anybody who could score outside of Curry. Like, you can't count on Klay Thompson anymore. Draymond's not an offensive guy. Uh, Wiggins was eh, hit and miss. LeBron, LeBron is, I mean, he just put up 48 minutes and had 40 points. No, in, uh, and LeBron scores the opposite way. He's the most effective scoring the opposite way the Warriors do. Hmm. Ball in hands, drive to the rack, get a foul. If this happens, this will be probably the greatest call you've had in the history of the show, dating back to hey, that other let me network. Tell you something. You've never had anything. To, I mean, <laughs> it's early. I'm not calling it. I saw a story this morning, and it's not crazy. I mean, LeBron James looks up. He likes Austin Reeves. No, he, he loves he, Austin. He Reeves. likes Reeves. No, 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 he likes him. He <laughs> liked Alex Caruso. He likes Reeves. He likes Rui. He loves AD. Why? Because AD's a star. Steph's a star. Draymond's a star. That organization is star-driven, not kid-driven. By the way, LeBron doesn't give a rip about anybody's future, except his. The Warriors don't care about the future. They want to win now. It would be a one- or two-year deal. That's Steph's time. Steph's not playing to 45. Steph's got two more great years. And then he's probably going to at least consider if he's got a title or two. I'm out. By the way, LeBron just played Denver. Did LeBron not just tell Anthony Davis, after the game, LeBron acknowledged, he told Anthony Davis, it's the best team we've played. You think they're getting worse? Denver's all ascending players in their prime. They're not getting worse. LeBron's always been strategic. Always been crafty. Who do you think he, who do you, do you believe he looks at that team with Clay, Steph, Draymond, Looney, Steve Kerr, offensive coach, LeBron? You don't think LeBron thinks they can beat Denver? Yeah. And you the know interesting he thing, thinks that. Uh, this would be the opposite of what Kevin Durant did. Kevin Durant had Curry, walked away to play with Kyrie Irving. LeBron's in LA. There's all this talk. Could Kyrie come to LA? No, thank you. I'll go to the Warriors and play with Curry. I, be a stroke of genius from LeBron. But it's, it, it's you'd, have to, you'd have to let LeBron engineer it. LeBron would not want to be looked like he was shipped away. You go to Rich Paul, you go to LeBron. They say, listen, you tell me. What, what do you feel? Because right now the Lakers organization doesn't have the power. They, now, Jeannie Buss does, but Rob Palink is a young GM. All I'm saying is our job is to create talk and entertainment. This is out there. Yeah. You can talk yourself into this very quickly. Is uh, on Palinka's tombstone the guy who traded LeBron James? No, no, <laughs> like that, that's no. you know the guy who m- had the courage to move <laughs> off thirty-eight-year-old LeBron could also be it. This is not twenty-eight-year-old LeBron. Then it goes on your tombstone. 
rebuilding the Lakers with Wiggins and Kaminga and Poole and Reeves and AD, take that roster and compare it to what it was pre-trade deadline. Mm, it was, a, it was a, a sinking ship. So how close are the Lakers to getting to the finals? They just made the conference finals. They did get dusted. And LeBron getting younger? AD getting healthier? Austin Reeves getting wildly more athletic? That this team's not getting better. Do so you think they maxed out here? You did. Everybody said the Celtics are underachieving. The Lakers are overachieving. Miami's overachieving. Milwaukee underachieved. Denver's achieving to the level we think they probably should now after all these years. So should I save my Trey Young to the Lakers trade for the second hour or third? <laughs> <laughs> I like Trey Young. You know, that's one of my guys. We have to, we're not, listen, we do journalism here. We're not the New York Times. <laughs> we can go on rumors, okay? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources thank you to our friends at panini america the official trading cards and nfts of the 2024 colin coward show panini america delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought after nfl nba fifa and wnba trading cards Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. So yesterday, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a calf injury. Calf injuries are mostly uh, annoying, take a long time to heal. Uh, Then you re-injure him, he'll be fine. Um, Robert Sala said something interesting, though. He's the coach of the Jets. Hot seat, got to win games. 
He said um, Rogers' acquisition has been very positive on a number of fronts. And he said, with our defense and Aaron, it realistically puts us in the Super Bowl conversation with about six or eight other teams. So what I do about once a month during the season, I call it my Super Bowl bubble. Uh, it's usually about seven teams I think are Super Bowl worthy and then a couple of hovers. Now, I'm doing this. I haven't seen the rookies play, the free agents fit, or the coaches fit, coordinators, head coaches. I would say there's five teams now that feel like really, really heavy-leaning Super Bowl teams. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Philly, San Francisco. I do think four other teams are really talented. Ravens, Chargers, they got the right OC, Jaguars, and Cowboys. Now, that's that's who I see in there. Um, there are two teams that could go either way. I don't think Dallas is going to be atrocious or Jacksonville or Baltimore or the Chargers will be atrocious. They may not be in the Super Bowl bubble, but I don't see man overboard. Miami and the Jets are those two teams. Could be really special or ugly. Let me explain. For Miami, the upside, Vic Fangio is as good as any defensive coordinator in the league, and they went and now have two elite corners, a problem last year. It's the second year for Mike McDaniel's system, the fastest receiving core in the league, and Tua is really accurate. Really great offensive coaches, even Kyle Shanahan, usually takes the second year in a system, Sean McVay, for it to truly pop. They could be really good. Or Tua could get a concussion. They're using Mike White, a backup. And in the AFC, they're a six-win team. Then there's the Jets. Excellent defense. Here comes Aaron Rodgers with a young O-line, with a receiving core you hope a young player delivers, a running back coming off a major injury, brutal early schedule. They go two and four, three and three. There's grumbling, and it becomes an incredibly pressurized situation, and the New York media's got their fangs out, and it kind of goes sideways. But they could both be great. If you look at my Super Bowl bubble, again, those teams may not win it. I don't see man overboard. Jets in Miami, I think, could be both. Really special, but a two-a concussion, an ugly early start for Aaron, who, by the way, is relying on Nathaniel Hackett. Cross your fingers on that. Diana Russini, however, I've been glass half full with the Jets recently. Diana Russini came out yesterday with a tweet said she spoke to multiple Jets players and coaches about Aaron. Quote, the standard's been raised. Little details now significant. Everybody being held accountable. Rodgers all in has a lot to say. So the best hope for the Jets is you get the new and improved Aaron Rodgers. You see that with products. They come out and they say, well, new and improved Tide. It was doing just fine. Um, if you get the new and improved Aaron, which I think I said this yesterday. I've taken three or four new jobs. You're always trying to be a better version of yourself if you take a new job. A little less snarky, a little more accountable, committed off-season, Aaron. That feels like year eight, Aaron, in Green Bay. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. 
Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Now there's like six teams that make super money they get who they want you can see the Dodgers angling for Shohei Otani if they want him they'll get him only the Yankees maybe a Braves could could compete but I mean you know maybe the Mets with Steve Cohen the bottom line is in the NBA the trade rumors fly fast and furious and there's a realistic hope you could land somebody so Joe Va- uh, Joe Von Buha of the Athletic the subscription service uh, says the Lakers brass has had internal discussions about going after Trey Young. Now, Trey Young, 
loves the big stage, and has a reputation that's worse than reality. Very durable for his size. Outside of Luka, he's the highest scoring guard in the league. Loves, again, the big stage. Pretty durable, plays big minutes. He's a kid, right? He's a kid, still developing. And the Lakers too often chase the past. I am all for new, fresh, and dynamic. If you look at the last 15 months, they've had Westbrook and Mello and DeAndre Jordan and Rondo and, you know, and Dwight Howard and D'Lo a second time around. I mean, they shop at the dollar store on some of these old guys. This feels new, fresh, young, and dynamic. So if LeBron didn't leave, what does he need? He needs shooters. That's why yesterday I said Kyrie Irving can drive you crazy, but he actually fits with LeBron because LeBron needs shooters and guys that can run the offense when he misses 25 NBA starts, when he misses a second half because he's gassed. Kyrie Irving can run the offense. I get Trey Young without all the headaches. I got a younger Trey Young than Kyrie Irving. I would take Trey Young over Kyrie Irving. I'd sign him to a five-year deal tomorrow. It wouldn't even be close. Trey Young is a big stage guy for his size. He's durable. He plays big minutes. Now, you say, why would Quinn Snyder give him up? Quinn, who coached at college, he's got a system. He's not a huge fan of of guys ad-libbing at point. Donovan Mitchell could drive him nuts, though he liked him. Uh, Trey Young sometimes can kind of freelance and ad-lib. It's not exactly what Quinn Snyder loves. They wouldn't give him away for cheap. But if you you can't tell me you like Kyrie Irving to the Lakers and not Trey Young. He's younger. He's still ascending. He plays more games. He can play more minutes. Both love the big stage. He's not as personally erratic. I'm all for it. So uh, this one to me is like, I think, and I'm not, I said this, I, I, you know, I'm seen as a Brady guy, Tom Brady guy, but at the end in New England, I was fatigued by it. It's like, give me a new story. That's why Tampa is so much fun. LeBron has had an amazing career. I'm, I think I'm viewed fairly as very, very pro LeBron. I didn't like his first year in LA where he, we didn't like his teammates. He didn't care about basketball. He was setting up his business. It was like, dude, come on, pivot back to Make the thing the thing, basketball. But he's been a very good steward for basketball for the Lakers and uh, and has earned all the respect that he's garnered through the, his career. Uh, but Trey Young is repped by Clutch Sports. Clutch Sports reps AD and LeBron. So it's not crazy town. And I, and I do think the Lakers, I've said this before with LeBron, LeBron and AD were initially perfect. But because now both missed 25 regular season games, you got to get me somebody who plays 68 to 70 games. It's Trey Young. For his size, it's remarkably durable. Plays every night. Loves the big stage. Plays big minutes. That's what LeBron needs. He's gone. Somebody can run the offense. He's playing. Somebody can finish his pass. He plays 24 minutes. Who can play 40? Trey Young. So if you're into Kyrie Irving, this is a significantly better option than Kyrie Irving. I would take this a thousand times. J-Mac, I know you love this because yeah. you love Trey Young. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Cowherd. This is exciting that you would take Trey Young over Kyrie Irving. Finally, we agree on something. I just want to point this out to people. Trey Young, in his first ever playoffs at age 22, took the Hawks to the conference finals while averaging 28.8 points per game, nine and a half assists per game when he was 22 years old. Think Kyrie about- Irving never... 
never sniffed the playoffs with those Cavs teams back in the day. And it's not like this Hawks team was great that he took to the conference finals. What we're doing, the critics of the NBA, remember, who are the two names that have surfaced in the last two days with LeBron? Kyrie and Trey Young. What are they? Clutch. Point guards that can play. The Lakers are saying, we'll look at point guards who can play when LeBron's out. And if LeBron's in, they can finish his passing. So they're looking at the same type of Mm -hmm. player. I think it's absolutely what the Lakers need. That's why I don't think Jordan Poole coming down here from the Warriors in a package is crazy. Austin Reeves can be one of your leaders at point. The other thing, yeah, like defensively, everybody, oh, Trey Young doesn't play defense. Why would you want him? Let, let, Let me just remind everybody, Dennis Schroeder's a great defender. Steph Curry did get the better of, of Dennis Schroeder. And oh, by the way, he could not handle Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray lit him up. 30 points and a half. Come, come on. Here's the other thing. Darvin Hammond, AD, guarantee your defense is fine. Your defense will be fine. The other thing is, we do this, and I've made this mistake. In the NFL, the college player comes in at 23 to 24 years old often. Remember, he red shirts. He plays for three years. You get a man. They're often married. In relationships, they have shorter careers. You get more mature players. In the NBA, you get a kid. And the better they are in college, the faster they're to the NBA. Jason Tatum is just now becoming Jason Tatum. Trey Young's a kid. He's an ascending player. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, this year, finally becoming. They've been in the league for years. So you have to look at young NBA players. Don't label them too harshly. In year one or two, even I said John Morant, he's a kid. In three years, he'll look back at this stuff and go, what the hell was I doing? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Covers the Lakers for the L.A. Times. We put him on as often as we can in studio. Dan Wojcicki is joining us. So let's cut to the chase. Um, there's the retirement talk by LeBron James. And, you know, listen, he's a very strategic guy. Yep. That was a very emotional moment. But he did, last year on the shop, he did talk about one player he would like to play with. Let's roll the tape. Today's game. Man, this is today's game, but Steph Curry. Yeah, that's the one. Steph Curry's the one that I want to play with, for sure. Man, I love Where? everything about that guy. And that mother- Where? Where? So, lethal. Yeah, lethal, boy, man. Yeah, when, Steph, when he get out of his car, you better guard him right from the moment he pulls up to the arena. As soon as he get out of his car, you better oh, guard him. Was- now, there's a story today. It's out there that um, if he decided to make another move, you could hang out with your family, go up for a two-game homestand. Napa, he loves wine. What do you make of any rumor to the Warriors? I don't buy it All right. for a second. Um, so I think um, I've been on a little bit of a roller coaster with this, Colin, um, professionally, I would say, since the end of game four with yeah. LeBron and kind of what he said. And, and I was in the room when he said, I've got a lot to think about. Um, I was also in the room when he was asked previously about the future. And he said, I'm not even thinking about the future. This is all in the same press conference. He was asked again about the roster moving forwards and stuff. I haven't really thought about it. Right. So like multiple times he said, I didn't really want to talk about my future. I'm not really thinking about my future. And then eventually at the very end of the press conference, the guard came down and he said what he said about his future and how he's got a lot to think about. To me, what's so interesting about it, because like in the immediacy of it, 
I'm so used to LeBron being so calculated. Right. That it's like, oh, this has to be something. He's trying. He's angling for Kyrie Irving. He's trying to force a Trey Young deal. He's trying to get more power in the organization or or whatever it is. is My initial reaction. And then you read through what he said. You rewatch what he said. And it's like, I mean, this is the fourth time that, that like he finally says something. And then you talk to people around him and the word that kept coming up and, and with my sources that are close to LeBron was raw. You heard the word raw a lot. And this was an incredibly long season, Colin. I can attest to that. Like it felt like you covered him. Yeah. It felt like three years in one. I mean, I had a conversation with LeBron 10 games into the year where we talked about how it feeling like game 92 and not game 10 because they were dealing with the same sort of Russell Westbrook fit issues that they were dealing with the year before. It was like banging your head against the wall. Um, these things weren't getting solved. It was a very emotionally draining year. Then things got better with the trade deadline and then, and the way they reformed the roster, but then he got hurt and had to deal with the physical recovery, which at age 38 is much tougher than it was at age 28. So I, th- I think we've kind of entered the Aaron Rodgers, Clayton Kershaw, Brett Favre, Tom Brady stage of LeBron James postseason press conferences where the answer to this question from here until his actual retirement will be some version of, I need to think about this because it's hard. And he's not a guy who's going to do this at 40%. He's going to be a hundred percent in, and so it's going to take some time to, to to refill the the energy tank to to decide he's going to do it. But I mean, he's got a hundred million reasons to do it. He's under contract. I, I I he's going to be a Laker next year. Okay, it should be noted every place he's left has had a major rebuild. That's mm-hmm. why a Kaminga Wiggins pool move. I mean, they played pool off the court in, in the last time they saw him in mm-hmm. a series. I think if there was a team mm-hmm. that. That would be would would know the warts there would be the Lakers. Um, it, it's just to me. Right. Look, if he comes to you and says, "I want to be traded," there's really only a handful of teams in the NBA that can even accommodate. That or he because, would go to, or that he would go to. Warriors right? would be. He doesn't have a no one. trade clause. The Lakers would do right by he him. He would do Miami or Golden State. Yeah, like those are teams. Or Cleveland certainly right yeah. would be. But but the the issue with like any LeBron trade right too is like I mean you are taking in not just a massive salary you're taking in a massive all-encompassing presence. And I, I think what I think is more interesting about LeBron now as we move forwards, and and we'll see. I mean, look, he may just decide to walk away. Year 20, it's over. Like, he could decide that, I suppose. Um, but what I think is more likely is that he continues to sort of transition into this this phase of his career where he no longer dominates for a month or for a week or even for a game where he's dominating for quarters. He's dominating for eight-minute stretches, and we saw some of that in this this postseason run. I mean, look, Austin Reeves won them a, a playoff game. Lonnie Walker won them a playoff game. LeBron seeded sort of the stage for those guys and, and conserved his energy. And when they needed him in game four, um, he played 48 minutes and almost had a 40-point triple-double. He was incredible. So um, did Joe Mazzula, the Celtics head coach, did he save his job last night? No, I, I think, and no, because I don't really buy that his job was that in jeopardy. Um, I, I do know that this is certainly the era of if things go wrong, we axe the coach. Well, especially um, in the NBA. Yeah, especially right now in the NBA. I mean, you look at, and you could look around and say, like, when will there ever be this good of a coaching crop out there to potentially to fill this job, right? You could talk to... You know, Monty Williams. You could talk to Doc Rivers. You talk Nick to Nick Nurse. Nurse. Like, these guys are all very accomplished, right? You have multiple NBA champions in there. Frank Vogel. 
um, you know, is a, a former NBA champion who has ties to Boston. All of that tracks, but I, th- I think Brad Stevens is a very loyal person, for one, um, loves Joe Missoula. Um, and Boston got to this point, you know, especially through a regular season, in, in large part because of the way Joe Missoula, like, handled a really rocky transition for an organization that was sort of in chaos. And he has been very much a rookie coach in these postseason. We've seen him, I think, mismanage timeouts at the end of games. Um, you know, I don't know that admitting in some fashion that, like, maybe the locker room isn't listening to you um, before a game. But, but look, his team responded. And, and I think the way Boston played last night shows me that they are serious about their prospects in this series, that, that they really, you know – I don't think they will be the team that comes back from 3-0, but, I mean, the pathway is not – you don't have to squint to see it, right? Like, they're going to go home. They, they have two home games left if they can extend the series. Right. You have to win one more on the road. It's, it's not an impossibility, and they've got the shooting to do it. I want to pivot back to the Lakers. You covered mm-hmm. them for the L.A. Times. So I never bought into them as a championship team um, because uh, LeBron could give you great moments and halves, but yep. not 40 great minutes. AD was good every other game, and Austin Reeves is a good player, but on a championship team should be a four or a five. D'Lo I never trusted. He eventually vanished. I don't think LeBron next year is going to be younger. No, he, I can guarantee you he will not be. AD's not suddenly, this is his longest healthy stretch, going to be vibrant, dynamic every night. And Austin Reeves is what he is, and now he'll be expensive. So my takeaway is you've got to take a big swing. I heard a Trey Young discussion today, a Kyrie Irving discussion, Fred Van Vliet's on the market. Do you look at it and think, A, do you think they're a championship team next year as it's constituted, mm-hmm. and B, of all these rumors from Golden State, the Trey Young to Kyrie, is there one that you go, yeah, eh, I could be talked into that? So I think to your first question um, – I do think there is room for growth with this team. Um, this is a team that barely practiced together, yeah. that had real continuity issues um, and because they were thrown together, you know, in, in early February. And despite that, had significant LeBron injury, missed 13 games in the middle of that chunk, and they were kind of even two teams with that. And I do think there's there's growth with Austin Reeves. I do think that there's still growth potential with Rui Hachimura, um, that they've maybe found something there with him that they can – can, can you know even elevate him a little bit more as a, as a consistent kind of you know three four slash scoring option like into the Kuzma type role that they had before. Um, this was a good year. This was a chance. I think this also factors into why LeBron was so angry um, post game. Is like they they do think the window is there because they were four wins away from the finals, and in those four losses to Denver, despite losing to to what was clearly a better team. Um, you know, you can, what is it, Colin, 12 better minutes from the Lakers in those four games to, to get them up 3-1? Denver's young is, and ascending. No, exactly. Like, these teams are moving in different directions. Yeah. That, that is true. Um, but, but I think, you know, I think that the, the risk in taking the big swing, if you're the Lakers, is two years ago you took the big swing, and it was Russell Westbrook. And you, you in addition to the bad on-court fit, the, like the accounting fit was a mess. Like having a roster that had three major contracts and had a minimal, like a minimum bunch of guys and like one guy in the middle class and Taylor Horton Tucker, it left you with no outs. You couldn't fix it. It was too hard. Um, they tried. They couldn't really find the right money to make deals. They didn't have the draft capital. I, I think, you know, if you go down that road again, you're 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 really 
opening the door for the same problems. Like you balanced your roster. But Trey Young's a real player. Westbrook is Trey, way past Trey, his prime. Trey, Trey Young. Trey Young is a guy that would get attacked similarly defensively as D'Angelo Russell did in the playoffs. Right. Trey Young is also somebody who I do think would be like, yes, as you talk about potentially pe- like torch passing and you move to the next chapter of your team. He's certainly good enough to consider. A lot I think. of minutes, a lot of games. I think, I, but but I think to me, like the biggest non-starters, I don't know how you get them. For one, like the Lakers aren't flush in draft picks. You know, um, they they would have to probably put together some sort of package around. And I'm just playing fake GM here. Um, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, and and two first. I, I don't think I don't think Atlanta listens very long to that phone call. Okay. Um, I think Kyrie Irving is a more realistic person. He's a free agent. Um, the Lakers um, could create around $30 million in cap space if they clean the books of everybody. Like, I, like D'Lo, Beasley, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Like everybody except for Reeves, James, and, and, and AD. So that once again, you have Christian. no bench. But that's the same problem that you just exited. So I, I think path of least resistance here, Colin, is you, you, you retain who you can retain. Um, and get maybe, better bench guys. You, 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 yeah, you, you, you work the minimum market again. And then, you know, you have options to try to fix your roster if it doesn't work and you can do it via trade. Tyler Hero comes back for the final. They beat Boston. I think both are true. I like Denver, but by not as much. I think I, I think I like Denver, and I'm biased because I just watched a four-game onslaught. What do you make of Jokic? He's the best player in the league. Um, I think the thing that struck me most in that series, Colin, was I mean, in addition to like just the absurdity of how good he was offensively, um, is how tough he was to score on. He was tough for Anthony Davis, and and his physicality really, really bothered AD. And I think um, he gets no credit for his defense because he's got anchors for feet. Yeah, he's not and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but he's so strong and so sturdy that he takes contact. And he doesn't move. Just absorbs and, and, it. Yeah, and it doesn't look like a foul. It like never looks like a foul. He can dish out like real punishment um, because he he holds his ground and and somehow I mean this is gonna say this is gonna sound crazy. Seeing him in person, his athleticism is like through the roof. Like he is he is so gifted at grabbing a rebound and leading a fast break. Like you watch guys sprint and somehow he's a step and a half ahead. It, it's the it's the craziest thing. I, it, I mean, he looks like he's about to keel over, and, and you know, like <laughs> you're gonna have to get the the paddles out or something. But he is <laughs> running, and there's always people behind him. And, and that, like, as much as anything, his ability to continue to push into fourth quarters is what is why Denver swept the Lakers. Um, he made every big play in the fourth quarter, made every right pass, he made every huge shot, and, and to me, that's conditioning. That which is. Not a word you would often associate with Nikola Jokic, but it's conditioning, it's athleticism, it was his, his agility, his speed. He 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 set the tempo of that series. And, and to me, I I don't know. I you went into these playoffs, I think, like a lot of people wondering, like sort of like, what does Denver do if this doesn't work this year? Like, can they really go forwards with this core? And now you you look at them, and you know because we always like to overreact. Now you wonder like who's going to stop this core? Yeah, you know, yeah. like I mean, you heard what LeBron said. I mean. That like this was the best team that they have played since they like LeBron and AD came together. This was the toughest series they played, and and I mean they were um, they got swept by Nikola Jokic. I'm going to circle back one more time. Just listen to my pitch. Okay, what do you got? The Warriors have said 
We don't care about the future. That's why okay. they don't play Kaminga and they moved off Wiseman. They have mm-hmm. said we're bringing back Clay, Draymond, Steph. Meaning, if you're going to come play with us, yeah, got to be about now and high IQ. Can I get the deed to Chase Center in this trade? And the Lakers can say Genie Bus and Rob Palenka. We can kind of get our franchise back. Sure. Pool with Austin Reeves in the backcourt, Wiggins and Kuminga. AD, Kaminga, Wiggins, Reeves, yeah. Poole. You know what got me? It's very interesting. I'd be calling around. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say this coward guy is trying to sell me a bridge. Uh, you know, you know I, I, in, this, in this scenario, right. like if I had to trade LeBron James, if I had to. Miami? I mean, they don't really have – I mean, am I getting Bam Adebayo? How about this? Am I getting Jimmy Butler? How about this? Go to Phoenix? Cleveland. Go to Cleveland. Evan Mobley? Who are you giving me? Darius Garland? Darius Garland. Okay. Two draft picks. Okay. Jared Allen? I mean, I'd listen. I'd consider it. Oh. You got, you, I, again, I'm not asking for real estate in this deal, but you, at least. But you stayed I, on the phone I with would, I would be more on the. I'd be more on the phone with, with Cleveland, Colin, than with uh, San Francisco, Colin. Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and a pick. You said two picks. See? Boy, I might be asking for three. Very difficult. This guy's hard to do a trade with. What do you got, Jay? Man? Hey, can I don't know if he can say it, but during the commercial break, we asked about Fred Van Vliet and the sure. Lakers. Who I think is in play. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think Van Vliet is interesting. I mean, I think he was someone. My my general sense with Van Vliet was that if the Lakers were hell bent on Fred Van Vliet, they should have tried to get him at the trade deadline. That's sort of my feeling. I again for the same reasons that I just don't think it makes a ton of sense for them to um, completely unwind the work they did in getting more flexible at the trade deadline. I All mean, right. they would have to renounce Rui Hachimura. They would have to renounce Dan- to to create even enough for cap space to get into the the thirty million dollar conversation range for Fred. You're 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 again essentially becoming a three max team. And and I've come to the the general belief that unless I mean we've seen it fail in in Brooklyn. Um, we've just watched it fail in Philly. Um, you know, aging stars. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I I don't think that's the way you build a team anymore. I think, um, unless you are somehow lucking into a Miami heat situation where it's Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, LeBron James, uh, or you're the warriors and you draft, your no, guys I think and you're, you're inputting in, in, in right. one guy. I, I just don't think the what about economics him joining of clutch it. sports. Uh, is there a way LeBron could get a, clutch discount for I mean listen he's a better <laughs> defender than Trey Young we would agree sure yeah he's uh, feisty. and he's a good offensive player really like, good high, he's very high mileage he's played a lot of minutes um not a very big guy um yeah I mean I I, th- I think he's a good player in, in 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 theory and he's a guy that I think would be a good LeBron AD complimentary piece um I just don't think the pathway is that clear but you never know um, you know what I mean? You like you start talking signing trades and stuff like that. Like you can, I didn't. I didn't think Miami. I mean, Miami didn't have the cap space to sign Jimmy Butler when they got him. They yeah. they worked a sign and trade. Um, could that happen in this case? I think it could. Um, of the he he to me would be the most natural. Fred fit. Van Vliet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie is the guy though because that is we've just heard it so many times. Yeah, and he's right? at the games all the time. Yeah. I mean, so that would be the to me the most. Straight, straight ahead kind of thing, but we talked to Rob Plinka yesterday. I mean, he talked about. I mean, he said the right things. He's going to say what he's going to say in that situation, yeah. which is we want to build around our young core. But you do talk about you know LeBron James getting older and stuff like that. I think keeping a group of twenty five year olds that had a pretty good season together is probably the prudent thing to do. All right. 
Dan Wojcik, LA Times. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. 500 dollars minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.